Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. And I'm Ambrosia. Hello. Hello. Um, We are super excited for today's episode because we have a super, super special guest with us, Abid Tej, who is a mindset coach who helps people tap into their subconscious. Hi, Abid. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited for our conversation. We Me are too. too. Yeah, we we were supposed to do this like a few days ago, but as we were talking about offline, it's it's. I think it all worked out for the best um, mm-hmm. because you actually did gave uh, Ambrosia and I some sessions, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a bit. And uh, it's you know it's given us time to kind of like reflect and and let that integrate. So um, you know before we kind of get into all that and get into all this fun stuff I know we're going to talk about. We would love if you would just share a little bit more about yourself and, you know, about your life and, you know, whatever you feel is relevant to how you ended up doing what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so interesting. Always good to know the story behind the the person. Um, So I have a background in business. So I went to business school. I used to run a company and I worked for one of the um, top startups out in London. And I was doing everything that I thought I needed to do to be happy, right? Getting the good job, nice apartment, et cetera, et cetera. And then in that time, I had what I call a quarter life crisis. So I had a few moments where I was peeking behind the veil. Like I was like, there was, there's more to this life than I've been taught. And that culminated in me literally questioning what I'm doing. Cause I was like, mm. this is not the kind of, kind of stuff that I want to be doing. It's not what fulfills me. I have got the things that I need to be happy as told by society. And I'm the opposite of happy. I went into, you know, ang- ang- anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff. So I quit my life in London, bought a one-way ticket to East Asia. And I basically just traveled around um, East Asia for six months, studying, meditating, recentering, and just reconnecting with myself, what I wanted to do, reading a lot. And I came across a book called The Biology of Belief by, by Bruce Lipton. And I was like, this is super fascinating, but like, there has to be more to this story. And he's like, well, you can go and learn some tools that help you tap into your subconscious in minutes. I'm like, okay, sounds a little bit too good to be true, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, And then, well, I was proved wrong. I went to my first workshop and I indeed saw transformations happen in minutes, which normally people were struggling with for years. And I was like, there's something here. People need this. So I'm going to follow this. And then I became fully certified in the Psyche process and other processes as well. And then that started my birth of the optimal being, which is just helping people become the best version of themselves. Mm, good stuff. So, so cool. And uh, I feel like very similar to a lot of people's past that are probably listening to this is like mm-hmm. you kind of stumble across something and then you just like follow it down and suddenly it's you realize how like meant for you it is. I know that's how it was for me and, and EFT, which is like my healing modality. Right. Um 
But, you know, you mentioned Psych K and would love to hear more about that and like actually what that is for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. So Psych K is a really interesting modality. What it, it stands for is psychological key. So it's understanding that behind every condition, there is a psychological reason, right? The understanding that a lot of our physical symptoms are manifestations of something else that's going on inside, which we haven't revealed or dealt with or processed. Um, So Psyche is a modality that helps you tap into your subconscious and transform anxiety, stress, trauma, and limiting beliefs in minutes, essentially. Um, So that's what it is in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How how does it actually work? Like what, because, okay, so... You actually gave Ambie and I sessions. Many sessions, yeah. yeah many sessions, yeah. which was were really cool. And it was I was pretty. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really skeptical. I was really like, mm, okay, I'm okay. What are we doing here? Yeah. He said this I, is I gonna too, be like so. 15 minutes. Like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and so, what I found fascinating is we're working on a specific. Um, I don't want to say issue, but a specific dilemma that I was running into. And you told me to focus on a memory associated with it. And the first time I picked it up pretty quick, I could associate the memory real fast. The second time it was harder to find. And that's like what shook me at first. I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, (laughs) where's the memory? And then the third time it was like, I was watching it from outside and it was no longer um, as visceral to me. Mm -hmm. And so I was shocked. And the fact that it's continued after, like it wasn't just um, a one-time thing and then it wore off, it's still continuing that I'm like, whoa, this is really interesting. So Yeah, yeah, it's it's fascinating. And uh, as we said, everything worked in divine timing for the interview because you had that extra time to process and shed the layers if it were. But so how it works is essentially... um, what we're doing is I do all of my sessions are online. 90, 99% of my sessions are online. We're tapping into the subconscious mind. We do this through connecting with the quantum energy field in the sense that we're all connected. We're all one. So there's processes where I can tap into to test subconscious what's coming up, right? And just for those who understand, the subconscious is where 90% of our awareness is. So we operate from our subconscious 90% of the time. Easy example is first learning how to drive versus driving. Now you can drink a coffee, talk to your friend, et cetera. It's a subconscious process, right? Right. But also the subconscious is fascinating in the sense that it remembers everything that happens to you. Mm -hmm. So it remembers all of the links with all of the memories and all of the traumas you created. So unlike other modalities where you might have to consciously journal and talk and try and get to the subconscious mind from the conscious mind, we do the opposite way around. We work to the subconscious mind and then that produces a effect on the conscious level. And then I guess let me just let me just preface that as well by saying there's three levels of consciousness. So we have the conscious mind, we have subconscious mind, and then what we call the superconscious mind, call that God, the universe creator, whatever your word for it is. And the subconscious and superconscious are connected. So when we're working with the subconscious, we're also working with that bigger realm of there's something else out here that knows everything, and we can touch that. And then when we touch that, then the magic literally starts happening. So is that when you were talking to, it felt like you were talking to someone or communicating with some other being when you did my session, you were like, hold on. Okay. We're not done with that. And I'm like, where is he getting the information that we're not done with it? <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get that. It seems a little bit, um, 
you're like, what's going on here? Uh, yeah. what, what I'm doing is I'm using a process where I'm muscle testing on your behalf. So okay. before, before anything, we're just making sure that A, what we're doing is in your best and highest interest always, because we don't want to be opening up a can of worms, which then you're like, oh my God, this was connected to this. And then, you know, like right. hypnosis, there's some stuff, the hypnotist, you're not in charge. The hypnotist is in charge yeah. and they can unlock stuff, which some people then suffer with after. Yeah. Right. yeah, there's a safeguard to make sure. So I'm just muscle testing after everything we're doing to make sure that A, it's in your best and highest interest and the process is complete to make sure that, you know, the change is there, the change is done. If not, there's other stuff I have to do to make sure that we can complete the process. Okay. Well, let's talk about muscle testing because I bet some mm-hmm. people don't even know what that is, right? So what is muscle testing and how is it, some, how is it actually like a tool that can be used, right? Like, dis, like yeah. distance because yeah. we use it on ourselves. Yeah. So muscle test, anyone can learn how to muscle test. There's there's countless videos on YouTube. Essentially, it's understanding that. Let's just understand that people think the brain and the mind are the same thing. The brain is the organ of the mind. The mind is every single cell in your body operating as one collective frequency, right? Mm-hmm. So your body is essentially the mind. So when we're tapping into the body, the body has stored certain memories, emotions, etc. So the body knows how to respond to certain things. Like you might know that, for example, when you know something is good for you, you get that expansive feeling. When you know something is bad for you, you contract. A simple, simple right. way. Same, same thing you're doing with muscle testing is you're checking what's in your best interest to do. There's lots of different ways to muscle test. Psyche has a unique version of muscle testing. And at the high levels of Psyche, you learn a process which allows you to muscle test distantly. Mm. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, it just reminded – I think I said this on the podcast very recently, but it just reminded me again of this – I think it was a podcast I was listening to, but someone was saying something like, why isn't the uh, experience that we have in our bodies considered data? Like, why isn't that – you know, scientifically, it's like, okay, there's right. this all this data. Well, why isn't – like you just explained that that feeling of expansiveness versus contraction – why isn't that data? Like that's a feeling that's, you know, and I'm, I don't know if we can actually measure that some way, although I'm sure like we could in some way, but I feel like there's so much data that the body is giving us, mm-hmm. you know, that we are kind of taught to like dismiss or it's like, oh, that's just the way you feel. That's nothing. Is that, yeah, <laughs> that's such a good point. And, you know, it's understanding that society right now, it's, it's a left brain society, right? Left brain and right brain. We have two hemispheres. Left brain is more logical, more mm-hmm. masculine orientated, more analytical. Right brain is more creative, intuitive, feminine in its nature. And when we're operating as a society, we're taught to be more logical and analytical. So what does that mean? That means thinking with the mind, right? We're not taught to connect with our hearts. We're not taught to connect with our guts. But of course, we have three different levels of operation. Like I could tell you something and you can reason with it in your mind. You might be like, this is an amazing business. I should do this. And I'm like, how do you feel? Mm. And more generally, you're like, actually, it doesn't feel good. And what's interesting is that intuition, 85%, I think, they did a Harvard study, 85% of successful business leaders use intuition. And they, 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 they say intuition was the reason for success. So this okay. intuition has a deeper understanding and an awareness of what is actually going on. So when we start to listen to that, we've been taught to dumb it down. But when we start to listen to that, that's when we can really start making empowered decisions in our life. I have a question. With this session, it just, now maybe I'm just blaming something on you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But with this session um, that you gave me, afterwards, I've noticed that 
things that I could, that are unrelated to what we talked about, but things that I could kind of ignore before and like not really, I don't want to worry about that. I don't want to focus on that. I can't ignore anymore because my Mm -hmm. body now feels different. My body is like, you have stomach pains. This is not okay. You're constantly worrying and this is not acceptable. So you need to change it. Is that normal or am I, is this just a, like uh, something completely different? Great question. Beautiful. Um, the end, my intention and everyone's intention is different when they do a session with me. My intention is purely to bring yourself into your power 100%. Okay. I'm not a crutch. Okay. I'm not a therapist. I'm not someone you see every week. That's not how yeah. I roll. Mine yeah. is like, you get the transformation and when you're ready for it, the people will come, right? So yeah. you both were ready. You're on that level and you got there. So now what's happening is you're becoming more in your power. You're becoming more aware of stuff which previously you weren't aware of. But yeah. even though you weren't aware of it, that doesn't mean it wasn't happening, right? It was stuff mm-hmm. that was still happening, but then it might've given you a greater slap in the face. Life might've been like, now you really need to pay attention because there's something going on, <laughs> yeah. right? So you're just yeah. catching stuff before they transpire and become something big, which is mm. amazing. It's beautiful. Thank you. I was telling him the same thing offline before we started recording. I was like, so after the session, I noticed that, uh, <laughs> like, just like you said, there were certain, like, a few situations happened that have come up before that I felt like in the past, I would just be like, mm, I'm not going to say anything, or like, oh, hold my tongue, or like, oh, whatever, it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. And the situations came up again, and it was just like, nope, I don't like that. I don't like, like, me literally saying that. I did it to you, Abby. Right. I was like, I don't like what you're saying at all. I yeah. agree. <laughs> And uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, um, which it actually, takes you back. It's like shocking. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And it's you're jarring. Like, We're not used to it, right? Yeah. But, but actually, like, even just taking the situation with me and you, it actually, like, it felt really nice. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, this actually feels really good. I, I would have expected that it would have gone bad. But I think because I'm just being very authentic, I'm not being, I'm not, it's not emotional. Yeah. It's actually more emotional when you're like, Mm, you're like um, put, you're not acknowledging how you really feel, but you're being weird. Right. That makes it more emotional and triggers the other person. So I was like, man, this actually feels really nice to just be like, nope, don't like it, not gonna do yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Like you this know? situation this morning too. Yeah, what situation this morning? Talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because all you're doing there is. At the end of the day, whenever you suppress your thought, whenever you suppress your emotion, you're suppressing a part of you, right? Right. Yeah. You're suppressing your truth. And whenever you do that, you're causing a blockage somewhere in your system, in yeah. a chakra, in an energy point, whatever you want to call it, there's a blockage. And whenever you have a blockage over time, then you become distant from who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should do this. Just so many I don't knows. Because you knew and then you pretended to not know, right? You're like, mm, maybe I should not do this. But you know, you knew how you felt. You just weren't expressing it. Yeah. And when you don't express it, that just builds up and then, you know, it can create problems down the line. So true. It's almost like I just got this image of like, it's kind of like what you're doing is you're, you probably already said this in a different way, but you're, you just said it. You're removing the blockage of our connection with our intuition. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like we always have that connection running, but like you said, there's things that are in the way that are interfering and causing us to be like, I don't know what to do. 100%, it's like yeah. you just ripped that away and now you're just like, nope, I, nope, nope. Right, exactly. Or it's yes. like glasses. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, they become foggy. You can't see. You just have to need them to get them clean so you can see. Yeah. Totally. It's really interesting. I feel like everybody should have a session, literally. Yeah. I've not told 
one per I've told everyone that I know about this. And I'm like, you. you need to reach out to him. And I've actually connected you, I think, with um, a couple of people. Anyway, yeah, yeah, but you. yeah, every time something my husband does like that I don't love, I'm like, you need a session. You need a session. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will help you well, see my way of this argument. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just kidding. I get you. I get you. Well, uh, so let's talk about the like the okay because I think there's a very human tendency to believe that like because it. And even Ambie said she was skeptical and me too. We were kind of like after the session, we were like talking about it. And I was like, oh, how do you feel? How do you feel? And then time went on and it was kind of like noticing the things that were different. But, you know, the time we actually spent with you was very, very short. Um, I mean, it was 30 minutes. But, you know, yeah. for dealing with things that supposedly you've been dealing with your whole life, right? For that to actually like get that much movement in, you know, under 30 minutes. Right. Um, can you talk about like why time isn't needed to heal um so time is a concept of the conscious mind right with a conscious mind we can travel time travel we can go into the past we can go into the future we can worry about what's happening next week you can talk about what happened yesterday etc all of the time we're not in the present moment right the subconscious does not know time time is a is, is a linear thing subconscious superconscious they don't have any concept of time which is why stuff can happen like that and then what happens is actually, I've seen it with clients that sometimes they actually are like, this can't be happening. And they delay it with their conscious mind. They're like, no, this mm -hmm. is too good. Like you can't have shifted it this quickly or I feel too good. Like, I don't want to feel this way too soon. Yeah. And then yeah. they fall back into their old tendencies and habits. And that's completely fine. It's just, you know, there's more um, un, um, work to be done. Mm -hmm. But time is a concept we've created. Yeah, we hear that a lot from yeah. other like other beings we hear that a lot time is a concept that we've created right in and, and people, that. people can shift their timeline in any second any moment i should say and i think what you do is a very powerful demonstration of that and mm. i think also well going back to ambi like you know the arcturians that you channel they say we are humans are the time keepers they used to say that all, every time ambi would channel their humans are the keepers of time humans are the time keepers mm. i'm like what do you mean by that and I finally realized it's like, oh, we're, we're the only ones that keep time. We, right, we literally yeah. pay attention to the time, but there is no mm -hmm. time. We decide there's time. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so yeah, going back to like um, this idea of healing, I think there's also been this idea even just kind of like um, perpetuated by like talk therapy. And sure. this is not against talk therapy. I've gone to therapy. It's actually helped me in many different scenarios. But I do think that there is this idea. It's like, oh, well, you know, you you you, you need to invest a ton of time in in yeah. in in your healing, and it can't just happen very quickly, or else it's not real, and you're deluding mm -hmm. yourself, and all of this. There's this there's this kind of idea about it in our society, and I think. As we as humans are evolving and as the planet is evolving and especially right now, we're kind of like moving into this like quantum exactly. state, right? Yes, yes. We don't have to – We're. I think we can give ourselves permission to release this idea that we need to spend all this time in shifting ourselves and that actually mm -hmm. the shift can happen is as soon as we allow it, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and – I remember I was reading about this master in China and he's like, he was a great renowned master, um, lived in the mountains and people would study with him for 10 years, right? 
And recently, people were studying with him for only six months, and they were like, "Why have people before who've been studying you for ten years can now do it in six months?" He goes, "We're on a different timeline now." So essentially, as you said, we're moving into that you know five D quantum world, whatever you want to call it. Stuff is speeding up very, very fast, which means we're also speeding up very, very fast. So things that normal this session, if I was to do this session two, three years ago, it would it would t- it would be two sessions over over an hour long. Now, because I've been doing my own inner work and working with other stuff, we can do that shifts very quickly, right? Mm. But that's just a credit to where you're at and where I'm at because it's not like. As you said, talk therapy. There's nothing wrong with any modality. It's just they resonate with people on a certain level of consciousness, depending on what they need. And when they are done with that, they will recognize that, and then they'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. Awesome. And what are so like? What is what is the potential here with something like Psych K or you know what do you think is is kind of the potential of you know first of all for anyone who's listening right who's like been dealing with stuff what's the potential for them if they utilize something like psych k and then also like what do you think is the potential for the future of humans if we actually like utilize healing modalities like this Mm -hmm. i think essentially you're then shifting into that god-like version of humanity of that collective right um with Psyche, hey, the potential is simply you are fully in your power, you are connected with the divine, and there's no illusion of separation, which is what a lot of us feel as a society we've gone wrong. We feel we're disconnected from source, we're disconnected from spirit, right? And that manifests as just how the world is living. Now, when you look at when people start to utilize these healing modalities, it's not like, and this is an interesting thing, modern medicine has only been around for a few hundred years, right? right. Traditional, alternative quote-unquote alternative healing has was always the traditional medicine there was always a shaman there was always a witch woman or whatever word you want to call it there was always an administer of these types of medicines right Right. and now what's happening is these modalities are now coming online as a collective right so psyche was has been around for 35 years but now it's seeing a lot of momentum as is other therapies, EFT as well is seeing a lot of momentum there's a lot of stuff that's picking up and being online because we are having a calling Humanity is understanding that there is stuff that we need to do so we can quicken up the process. And all it takes is, I think they were talking about how when you have an enlightened person, um, they are the same as like X thousand people, right? So you only need one enlightened person for X thousand people. Mm -hmm. So they said if only 1% of humanity shifted into that enlightened God essence version of themselves, then the whole of humanity will shift because there's a critical mass and then it kind of topples mm, over. Yeah. Huge. That's exciting. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Very. Oh, uh, every, by the way, that we're streaming live on Facebook and everybody's like really excited about this. <laughs> Can I also say I love a good accent? Love your accent. Same. <laughs> thank you, thank I want, I said the same thing as soon as we started our yeah, session. And I, so, do you get annoyed by people saying that? Do you get annoyed by Americans saying that? No, yeah. like Americans don't really say it to me. So it's oh, really? Yeah, they don't. Oh. I guess they're used to it because how we're talking the videos and whatever, but. Well, I'm sorry. They don't we well, we enjoy it and we appreciate it. Um, if you're watching on Facebook and you have a question for Abid, please write it since we have him here. And I think you know what I appreciate you too, Abid. Is what I appreciate about you too is that you you bring such a I don't know. There's certain people who can talk about this stuff, and it brings a whole new feeling and perspective on it 
Because, like, Ambie and I are on here, and we just love to, like, wing it, and we're just like, whatever. Like, we don't – this is just how we feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's people who can actually speak to the science of it and speak to, like, a, a different part of – Right, of the puzzle. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. and I think that's really important to have people like you who okay. can do that because you feel like bridges to me, you know? That's beautiful. I think it's just a representation of there's a truth and everyone has a different side of the truth. So whenever you're mm-hmm. speaking your truth, whatever it is, it will resonate with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. That's the truth. And um, <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> so do you believe that people, that no matter what the issue is, no matter what it is, no matter how long someone's been dealing with it, no matter how deep or dark, no matter how many past lives they've been dealing with it or whatever, do you believe that everything is shiftable? This moment is the most powerful moment there is, regardless of past lives, anything, all of it coalesce and coincides in this moment in time. If you can shift something in this moment in time, you can shift any single timeline, be it past, be it present, be it future. So yes, 100%. If you had asked me this three years ago, I would have been like, nope, this would take a while. You would have to be in therapy for years. I've been dealing with my stuff for years. But you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was one, yeah. when I went to my first workshop, the thing that shifted for me is there was a woman who, um, her husband passed away. Literally, they were on a bike ride. He had a heart attack, passed away. She couldn't eat food because they had just eaten her meal. So she um, created a belief system and a, and a perception and a truth about food so she was anorexic um, mm. and bulimic she couldn't eat food um, in we did we did one process it took 15 minutes and obviously she'd been doing her own work as well so you know it wasn't just that but there was some shifts happening that same day she went and ate her first hot meal and she's been eating fine ever since mm. when I saw that wow. I was like there's you know anything can shift in any moment. Are you ready for that though? People are, some people are not ready to shift as quickly as others are. And you have to respect that as well. Right. I mean, that's the same thing with like, I feel like with any healing modality, Mm -hmm. if the person is not going to receive the healing, then it's not, it's not going to work as well. It's not going to be as valid. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be receptive for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And one, I guess I have to make a point is psyche never calls itself a healing modality because Mm -hmm. it doesn't heal. Mm. you're the healer right we're just we're, we we call ourselves isumatak isumatak is a word from the um intuit tradition of a shaman who basically holds a sacred space where wisdom can reveal itself right so you were getting insights which previously you wouldn't have access to we were just holding that sacred container of space to allow you to go into that wisdom within you I was just going to bring that up because I was like sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, what actually, because we asked what you were doing in the session when you looked like you were like checking on things, right? Like that was my question. I'm like, are you doing something energetically there? What's happening? Kind of, you're muscle testing. Mm -hmm. But the rest of it is, I was like, okay, I was thinking to myself, so what is the rest of it? Well, and what I was literally going to say was it's creating a space. It felt like a, a container was being created in which you could, um, I don't know. What are you doing? You're realizing you're tapping into a different part of yourself. You're giving yourself the space to realize the truth. Yeah. You're going into the quantum. I like to, I like to view it that way. You're going into the field where everything is possible, where you have access to all the wisdom you need to shift. Right. So we set our intentions and we do that. And what's happening with like, so you're, you know, you're like holding, you're doing different things with your hands or you're, you know, you're right. doing, what's that? What's is that, that hypnosis about? or what's that? So that, yeah, they're all different processes. So Psyche, there's different levels. Psyche has about, tw- I think, like over 20 processes to transform wow. different stuff. So I'm actually checking which process is the best for you. 
So, you know, when you do Site K, you can do Site K at different levels. But just for anyone who wants to see a facilitator, just be, just to understand there's different levels, there's basic advanced health and well-being and all this kind of stuff. Just make sure you're seeing someone who's at least on all the levels or the levels that pertain to your problem so they can best, you know, solve your problem. How long have you been studying this? So I've been studying Site K for over three years now. Um, but it's interesting because... A lot of people like to credit the modalities for the transformation, right? I think the most important thing is just being fully present with people because I know I know people who do Psych K and they are they people don't experience shifts with them, right? So it's hmm. not the modality. It's yeah. the person that's administering behind it and make sure you have a resonance with that person. And also make sure that that person has done their own inner work, right? Like you can only help someone as much as you've helped yourself. And there's a lot of people out there who are frankly saying I do this and that and they haven't done their own inner work and then they're putting out all these types of stuff to other people and that shows up in the results. That is so true because I've said that so many times with my EFT clients like Hmm. when I do my EFT sessions the first like 20 minutes or so I'm really just like being present with them asking them about their issue and they're telling they're answering a lot of questions about what the issue is and right. I often say, like, yes, a lot of healing happens with the actual tapping. But I often say, I swear, people who've never kind of had any sort of uh, session like this, I swear half of, or more of the healing happens just in that first 20 minutes where they feel like someone's listening to them and someone's like mm. there with them, you know. That's beautiful. Because some people, sometimes people, all they, need to, all they need to do is express themselves and just to be heard. Yeah. And that's a healing yeah. in itself. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about is like the, <laughs> that that's actually, like I yeah. said, at least like 50% of what's happening is just a, another mm-hmm. human is there. Like I'm with you. Tell right. me about what's right. going on and I'm here to s- support you. Right. It's it, just full circle. It's just how powerful you are, right? Yeah. It's just how powerful you are, regardless of whatever tool it is you're using. It's just bringing you back into your power, which you forgot. That's the beauty. We all forgot our power. We're now realizing it. Oh, man, I like you. <laughs> Me too. I like you guys. <laughs> so what do you think is, um, well, what are you like? Okay, so you're doing Psych K and you're working with people on their subconscious beliefs. Like what's, what is, uh, who is it that you're wanting to work with? Or like, how are you wanting to, I don't know, um, work with the world in this time of like high transition and high trauma too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. So Primarily, I work with entrepreneurs and business people because of my background, because of how easily I can relate. But I never turn away anyone that's ready to shift, right? If you're ready to shift and you come to me, of course, I will do my best to to serve you. Um, As you said, there's a lot of stuff coming up in the collective now, collective trauma. And we didn't talk about beliefs, but limiting beliefs is where a lot of people are struggling with. And there's a lot of that coming up. We're now seeing a lot of trauma within our minority brothers and sisters as well. So now is a time where stuff is coming up to the surface to be revealed and you have to reveal it to heal it, right? So you have to be aware, you have to face these things head on. And I'm just here to serve that purpose. I'm just here for whenever you're ready to deal with your shit, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's it's a time. I mean, it's a time. This is why, you know, this is why, like, we need so many. If you're listening to this or you're watching this and you feel like you have something inside of you that calls you to help people or work with people or maybe you don't even know exactly how, but you just have always known you're, you're that type of person, we're being you're being called. Like, it's your time. Yeah, because, yeah you're being summoned for sure. Yes. <laughs> Can you work with groups of people? 
Um, so I do, I'm actually launching a group coaching program and that's oh, all about really? mastering the subconscious, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, this was just from a realization I had because I, I realized that before actually studying psyche, I was studying the mind for five years because stuff that happened in my life, I couldn't explain. So I realized fascinating. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's completely fascinating. And then what happens is you often get disconnected from where you were and you forget where people are. Right. Yeah. And you're like, you don't know this or how do you not realize this? Mm -hmm. It's just a course that helps people really become aware of what the subconscious mind is and master it, you know, using different universal laws, law of attraction. It's just one of them. That's got a lot of popularity recently there's a lot of other laws that are working when you can use these laws in motion and (laughs) it's the art of transmutation so when you're using a law from a higher realm it transmute what's happening on the lower realm so it's all about reaching that higher vibration so you are not operating on this 3d world you're then operating in a 4d reality or a 5d reality whatever you want to call it Mm. do you ever find it difficult to relate to 3d people no, no. It's, I we're all we're all oscillating in and out of three D yeah. and five D all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm I'm here and you're there. Not at all. <laughs> some some days I'm just like you know just give me. Is some that time. was that a weird question? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Oh, it excuse came, me. It came for a reason. It's all good. I just think that's so funny. The three D people. <laughs> we're the three D people. Right. <laughs> no, I was real three D last week. Yeah. So. No, but I know what you mean, Amy. Like, just like, you know. I find it hard to relate to people that um, sometimes if I feel like we have had vastly different experiences and mm. um, I find myself longing to have their experience, I find it difficult to relate to what their limiting beliefs are. But that's just, right. that's my limiting belief. Yeah. So it's not, it's not about you having to relate to their limiting beliefs. It's mm-hmm. about helping them to uncover what their limiting belief is, right? Mm. So I don't know if you were aware, but in the sessions, I never imposed upon you what I thought. That's yeah. not my place, right? Yeah. I was simply asking you questions so you could deep, deep, more deeply uncover what you thought and then what was blocking you, and then we were transforming that. Yeah. Mm. So cool. I'm interested, I'm curious. So sometimes, um, I don't know if you know this, I'm going to tell mm. you. So I'm mm. a medium as well. Yeah. And sometimes when I talk to people that have passed away, I'll see like um, they won't talk to me because they're worried they're going to go to hell. Right. But mm. it doesn't make any sense to me because I'm like, you're already passed. Like I don't, right. you've already transitioned. If you were going to go there, you would have gone there. Right. Um, and I have my own opinions about that, that I won't talk about because it's not the place, but I think it's interesting how your beliefs go with you when you transition. So what are your thoughts mm. on that? What are your beliefs on that? That's fascinating. I've never been asked that question before. That is really interesting. I think, man, it's once again, it's understanding you are truly the creator of your reality. And I was watching this interview with this physicist called um, Nassim Horaman. I think you know him. Wow. Like this guy is phenomenal. And he's literally proved the science behind the world and how it's a co-creation. So say, for example, you know, what people forget about creation is it's a co-creation. It's not just you creating it. Everyone else is creating it as well. Right. Right. Whenever your beliefs are creating your reality is what they found in the science and epigenetics and all of that. And it might even be that her belief that she was going to go to hell, not go to hell, but she was going to go to hell, created a world after this where she was still in that belief system of going to go to hell. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. And it might be that your beliefs, yeah, carry forward with you. It might be your, you know, 
then you get reincarnated to transform what you couldn't transform in the past life or there's so many different routes we could go with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's so interesting is like that every time Ambi talks to like a spirit, it's like they, I think it's just like something that is very hard for our minds to fathom because like the world, I mean, the like you said, everything that can be created is being created. I mean, it's a co-creation. Everything is being created simultaneously. And yeah. so like it's possible that there are these okay, people when they transition, they're there as their personality and their spirit and they still hold all those characteristics and their soul goes on to do other things. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. so like, like I yeah. really think it's just so hard for us to comprehend. It's hard yeah. for us to even comprehend 100%. the three levels of consciousness. Like you're talking about, like we exactly. can barely get that. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I remember people were saying like, there was this one, I don't know who it was I was listening to. And he was talking about, you understand that if you're trying to conceive or understand everything with the human mind, you're never going to be able to do it. Yeah. Like just, for example, technology. And if you look at UFOs and aliens and all this type of stuff, they've already found that there's about 40 billion habitable planets in our galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Now let's just say if one of those planets was just a million years ahead of us, okay. In the cosmic time, that is not a lot to be a million years ahead. But what does a computer look like a million years from now? Right. What does mm-hmm. a human look like a million years yeah. from now? That's going to be akin to magic. We're just going to be like, what the hell is this? If I show my grandma FaceTime, she'll be like, what is this voodoo? Like, what are you doing? So we can't, we can't, we can't fathom that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Even when I think back 20 years ago, I get confused. I'm like, what? Like, because I was there 20 (laughs) years ago. I'm 30, I'm 33. But I'm like, it's so hard for me to compute that now because we're so far past it it just seems confusing um and um yeah some sorry somebody asked a question Brittany Mm -hmm. said do you think someone who has no past lives has the ability to be reincarnated yes I mean I don't I don't see why they wouldn't have the ability to be reincarnated I think it's their choice I think it's you're creating your reality so if you wanted to experience this situation again you could if you wanted to experience a different um I don't think this my personal opinion I don't think this is it we can have multiple timelines and multiple lives on different dimensions and different um planets and things like that but if you wanted to experience earth again sure I don't see why you couldn't. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. That. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> I do want to talk. I do want to go back to like the subconscious though for a second because mm-hmm. I yeah. just yesterday I was driving uh, my fiance's car to my my parents house. I don't I live in the city. I don't really use a car. So I don't have a car down here and never sure. I don't drive that much anymore. But uh, I took his car to my parents house and I was driving and I had I, I actually got into an accident like a couple like a week ago, which again I had a car that I don't usually have a car. Somebody else hit me. It was a whole thing, but it no one was hurt. It was fine. But I remember when I had that happen, I had all these feelings that it was going to happen. Like I really felt in like I, I I knew it was coming. I kept sensing nervousness around my car. Like I just it was weird. So when I got in the car again, this time, I was in a completely different state. I felt very calm. But I got this, I was driving on the highway, and I felt myself kind of starting to zone out. You know, like you were talking about, where like you're yeah. subconsciously like the car, driving. you're just driving. Yeah, highway and hypnosis. I, yes, highway hypnosis. And I oh. literally got the the download that was like, you know, this is almost safer if you if you just kind of let go and like 
like you're going into that place, it's kind of safer because I, I literally felt what you said, Abid, about the connection between the subconscious, subconscious and the, the God. Um, what do you call it? What did you call the other one? Superconscious? Superconscious is Superconscious. God universe, whatever you want to call it. I yeah. felt that. I felt like, you know what? If you just right. trust and allow that to take over, I felt like everybody else is driving. Like I, I genuinely mm-hmm. felt that. And it's like, it's not that I'm not safe, me driving. It's that I could feel how, I just could feel that it was like a deeper connection when I just kind of allow myself to go into that phase and be like, I'm getting there. I'm getting to my parents' house. I don't really have to think about this that much or use that much energy for this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. There's nothing really else I wanted to say about that because then I kind of understood it <laughs> right. in a deeper way. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, the quote is "Let go and let God." Right? Yes. Mm. Jesus, yeah. take the wheel. Not Jesus, yeah. but not whoever. Jesus for me. Whoever, yeah. whoever it is, just yeah. just take over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, what are some of the things that people commonly um, work with you on? Like, what are some of the beliefs? Um, or- great question. Yeah, uh, people come with self worth issues, um, body issues. Uh, eating issues um traumas that have happened i've actually interestingly enough i've been working with a lot of people that suffered sexual abuse in their in their younger years um quite dark but it's amazing to see people come out of that space um people work on just becoming a better more embodied more powerful and more authentic person Mm. than where they are now living their Mm. truth speaking their truth that kind of stuff love that huge Um, And that's what people need right now, too. You know, I've been seeing a trend in my clients, too, with like um, being seen, being confident, speaking their truth. And I think Mm -hmm. that's for a reason. You know, I think that's because like we're moving into this time where, again, it's it's like Ambie and I said, we just we had one session with you and we're like saying things and doing things that we wouldn't normally do. And I I think it's because that's what we're all collectively being called to do is like use our voices, stop being afraid of rocking the boat, stop being Mm -hmm. afraid of hurting people's feelings speak intentionally and you know we've all been trained in a way to like hurt our own feelings before we hurt anyone else's and it's like Mm. now I think we're being called to learn to do the opposite and really speak up and uh live how we want to live on our own terms you know that's so interesting that you're seeing that as well for sure I think it's at the end of the day understanding that whatever you're trying not to say is what exactly needs to be heard right Mm. and that more people need to speak that so people can actually hear what's going on Yeah, so we can have like, so we can all be on the same page in a certain way because it's exactly, when you have a relationship where you're saying one thing and you're feeling another, you're like, it's fine, but it's not fine. There's all this crazy weird confusion, energy, everyone's interpreting it differently because we're at, we're picking up on the energy, but the words aren't matching. Exactly. So that's what's going on in in the world is we've been saying one thing. I mean, think of politics. Like you, you say one thing, but we all feel a different thing. So I feel like what's happening is we're all just, it feels very intense and it feels very dark because every, it's like everybody has been passive aggressive for their whole lives. And we're all finally just like, this is how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you're right. I never thought of it like that, but for sure. And that's what the world needs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's always better after that. But in when it happens, when everybody finally like lets you know how they really feel, it really sucks for a minute. You know what I mean? So yeah. so we're just in that phase and it's okay and it's probably gonna suck for a minute. But um but yeah, we're gonna get to the other side. And- yeah, there was this um 
like you know the whole thing about the Mayan calendar and the 2012 ending yeah, and right, the, right. the age of a second awakening or what have you in the Hindu tradition I think they call it the age of Shiva if I'm not mistaken and that's the age of destruction and rebirth right mm. so we have to have destruction before you have a rebirth and that's what we're seeing I mean it makes sense right it, it does yeah you can't kind of force a square peg into a round hole you have to rebuild it so. mm-hmm. yeah totally totally Wow. Well, this has been amazing, Abid. Um, will you tell everybody where they, how they can work with you, where they can find you, all that sure. good stuff? Yeah. The best thing is just email me, um, Abid, A-B-I-D, at theoptimalbeing.com. I'm on Instagram, on podcasts, and theoptimalbeing.com is the thing, but all under that tag, The Optimal Being. The Optimal Being. What a good name. Um, beautiful. We will put that information in our show notes, everybody, as always. So you can just like click, um, you don't have to look far. Um, yeah, I love your podcast, by the way. I checked it out. Good oh, stuff. Thank you. Oh, thank I'm going to have to. I didn't even know. I didn't know until this just little snippets. It's like, I just have a, a thought and I just expand on that for like three or four minutes and that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. How often do you post? Um, I'm just doing a daily podcast right now oh, because cool. I'm locked up, so there's nothing else to do. So yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to create. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Just remember how powerful you guys are. That's it. Returning back to your power, and that's all the world needs. Thank you Love so it. much. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure for you to be here. Thank you, everybody, for watching on Facebook. Thank you for listening. Um, and, uh, yeah, until next time, keep on blooming, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.